Fourth Not First is proudly brought to you by Oakford Thoroughbred Farm, your one-stop shop for all your thoroughbred needs. Oh, yes, please. Here we are, Wednesday night, fourth, not first. Richo here. We are all extremely excited. We had an okay weekend on the punt, but forget about that. We, I've got the countdown timer on, boys, and it is officially three hours, 12... No, sorry, three days. Three hours. Three hours? Jesus. Played in the dark. I'm about to leave when I get to me tea time. Three days, 12 hours, and 15... 15 minutes until we tee off for the fifth installment of the Little Zipper Slipper, uh, which is now a, a commemoration and memorial trophy, given uh, we're soon to not own a racehorse called Little Zipper, but it, it's, it's a good way to remember the good times. Nothing like a second and a third. I'm going to say hi to Ashley first because I can actually see him. How are you, Ashley McKnight, horse trainer extraordinaire? No, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I've uh, I've been out to the golf course and uh, enjoying that. So uh, yeah, no, very good. And geez, I'm excited about playing the slipper. Very excited. As you should be. And another man who is that excited, he cannot get his tech to work, even though he works in tech, is Russell Healy, owner operator of Healy Bloodstock. How are you, Rusty? I can't see you. I'm assuming you're smiling. Uh, yeah, I'm going okay. Okay, I'm I'm keen for an avalanche. Um, <laughs> not about my tech abilities. If it was written in COBOL, I'd be right. But it's um, one of these fandangled new languages, so I don't know. We'll move on. Excuses, excuses. It's supposed to be your wheelhouse, and can't even three finger swipe it better. <laughs> I don't think they had three-finger swipe uh, back when COBOL was invented. We'll, we'll be fair to Rusty, but we'll move on. What is happening down at the Oakford Thoroughbred Stables this week, Ashley? Well, um, this week has been interesting. Um, I've managed to dwindle some numbers in the stable this week. I've been uh, knocking them out left, right and centre. So, uh, there are three three-year-olds that have been trialling. Um, had to get a bit more serious, and two have gone shin sore. One's got a hoof infection, so I've just sent them all to the holiday farm. Fair enough. It's, uh, so I got rid of three in a day. Three in a day. Is that a new record? or That is a new record, even for me. <laughs> So, yes. Um, but, no, we've got some newies to come back in, uh, some two-year-olds in, and um, we have um, the new racehorse, Richo, uh, the unnamed Star Spangled Banner. The Silver Bullet. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's due back in next week, which will be good. We'll get him going and get a, a few uh, WhatsApps going, and we do need to get a name. So we need to, I did try and prompt those who haven't put in a name to put something in, but uh, I didn't get a lot. You did. Look, I, I haven't put in, I'm, I'm happy with the ones that have been suggested, so I, I wasn't going to drop in there. But I was surprised at the Dolphin. Like, he was talking about names a long time ago. Apparently mm. him and Jess had cracked open a bottle of wine and got a list uh, together. But um, I think he mentioned a couple while we were playing poker and they didn't go down great. So maybe he's a bit yeah. coy. In in fairness, in fairness, the Dolphin's been quite quiet since the Hammerhead arrived. Yes, he has. So, um, I, I think he's uh, feeling a little bit um, scared in the water at the moment. I'll tell you what, he, um, you know, he was squeamish when you sent him the photo of the uh, agates he'd removed from a horse, and then when you sent him yeah. the sharks, uh, shark shorts, he got a little bit, a uh, little bit, MIA. He has been definitely MIA. So he's either um, staring at that photo a lot, 
um, or he's um, in the gym, I would say. I don't know what he's doing. I, I, I reckon he's down the driving range, a little bit of sneaky. Cause, oh, um, Rick Shields is out, is he? I, well, I, I think he's learned his lesson there, but I'd, uh, I'd be surprised if he does not have uh, hit about uh, 10,000 balls before uh, Sunday. So, I'd be very surprised if he hasn't watched every Rick Shields video I've sent through. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he's steering clear for any tip you give him. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, it's good. It's good. So, no, um, apart from that, at the farm, um, branding day today at the farm. So uh, that's always uh, always fun. All right. So what I'm picturing is is you with a cowboy hat, just driving around in some sort of uh, jeep like number. With uh, with a branding thing like just yeah yeah, <laughs> chasing horses around and uh, um, giving them a it's, brand. It's a little little nicer than that. Um, it probably sounds worse than uh, than it is. So just for those that listen, um, Nick, with a shout out to Nick, we'd like to hear from you. So shoot us a text, mate. Um, we freeze brand horses for identification purposes in Australia. So a freeze brand is a brand that's made from brass. So it's a soft metal um, and it's put into liquid nitrogen and cooled down to liquid nitrogen temperature. <laughs> Negative something. <laughs> Negative something. Technical. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, fucking, fucking cold. cold. <laughs> fucking cold is what it is. And essentially you put that onto the skin of a file and uh, that's how you get those white numbers we see on the horses on race day. Um, no pain. No pain to me anyway. Um, not like the old fire brands they used to use of yesteryear. Um, that was pretty cruel. Um, burning them. That was, um, yeah. Coming from somebody who's been burnt, <laughs> you burnt yourself though that's funny it's generally how it happens Rusty I don't know ice burns can hurt uh, of, I wouldn't say they don't hurt but they don't hurt the same as a as a fire burn as a um, hot poker I, I have I have touched the brand before just out of curiosity of course you have many years ago so um <laughs> It's safe, safe to say. It's safe to say that, uh, yeah, it's um, a bit like Dumb and Dumber licking a frozen pole. That's a bit, <laughs> a bit what it's like. So. Um, so, question on that. Yeah. Do you ever get any infections or anything? From Never. The branding process. Never. No. Never got any Never. from the fire, even the fire. Oh, I would say you you would get it. Probably some sort of scabbing infection, but nothing nasty. But so long ago, we've been freeze branding for 30, I'm going to say 35 years. So, um, you guys knowing how old I am. You wouldn't remember, bloody. Uh, I, don't re- I don't remember Firebrands much, to be honest. Um, I, I, remember, I remember them heating up. Um, before Russell, you know when you're at the farm that all the mares have a tag ID system now. So the ID system back in the day was to heat up these metal numbers and actually burn a number on their foot and that told you the number correlated to what horse it was. I remember that, but I I don't remember firebrands in particular. But mid mid eighties, freeze branding came in, much much nicer. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, it sounds like action. Getting rid of some horses, getting some new ones in, and just freeze branding. Yep. Anything that's got legs, I love it. <laughs> sounds like yeah. a a good week. Yep. You know, you wouldn't want you wouldn't want to be a hammerhead tripod, would you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is going to go on all night, isn't it? That is, that is. That wouldn't be great, would it? Yeah, I'm going to uh, need a bigger brand. 
<laughs> All righty. Well, thanks for that update, Ash. Over to Rusty for our Healy Bloodstock Racing Review, where procrastination becomes a realisation. A lot of racing on the weekend, Rusty. What did you see? Yeah, I'm going to go with a bit of a different format today. I'm going to go just my highlight run from each meet, I reckon. Oh, I thought you were going the dogs. Uh, <laughs> please. Um, I the, the run that caught my eye at the valley was Ocean Beyond. And I should remember this because it beat out deep speed in the Mackenzie Stakes. Um I was really taken by that run. I thought that horse... I thought Deep Speed had the race won, but that horse got past it. Dan Bowman reckons it's the best horse he's put a saddle on, and that includes Group 1 winner, Be Good to Your Mother. But like any young horse in Australia, male horse in particular, uh, the offers are coming from Hong Kong already. Um, we've just seen Alibor head over to Hong... get sold to Hong Kong. We've got... Um, hit the shot gone to Hong Kong it's a bit sad but uh, anyway we'll see what happens there um, at Rose Hill good old graceful glamour she was uh, I reckon that was a standout run of the weekend for mine um, listed ACC ATC Cup over 2000 um, she just gets away from them and they just can't run her down on a dry track she don't go don't go too good on a wet track but on a dry track she's very good uh, couldn't go past. Uh, it has got the the run of Elite Street and the Winter Bottom. Brad Rewill has been only been there for what a week, riding for a week, sorry, and uh, he's already picked up Group One. It's a pretty good going. Morfittville, one of Richo's favourites. Got one more Jack. He scorched the turf when in the listed City of Marion Stakes. Uh, really good run. Honourable mention goes to Golf of Suez in the first, winning by 5.8 lengths, the two-year-old, but wasn't very quick, so I'm not sure of the competition in that race, so uh, not sure, yeah, I think that might have been a bit flattering, so that's why I went with one more Jack, uh, and at Doombin, this was the toughest of the lot because there were lots of good runs, but I had to go with Racecourse Road. Um, they ran the 1200 in less than a minute nine in a class six at Doombin and it was a bit quicker than even you know the listed races and whatever. Honourable mention again to the Herovian winning his 10th start in a row and he looks like he's on an all-star mile path which um, he'll be returning back to Victoria where he started so things to look forward to. Uh, Oh, and I haven't got it written down here, but um, the Japan Cup was run on Sunday, and what a race that was. I don't even know. I probably can't even pronounce the horse that took off and led by oh, eight, nine lengths or whatever it was in the straight, but uh, Arm and I, in her final race, ran it down and picked up the win from, you know, Contrail and... Can't for love me remember the other really good one. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna bug me all night. But um, yeah, super race over there. But, um, and I wish they had uh, footage of the the ceremony. Actually, it might not have happened on the weekend. It might be happening where they give the big ceremony for the horses that are retiring, and they give them a big like thousands of people turn out to these retirement ceremonies for the horse, which is phenomenal. And hope we get to see some footage of that. But as it, it was a big weekend of racing, um, and I'm really starting to enjoy it again. <laughs> Thank you very much, Rusty. Now, would you enjoying it uh, have anything to do with going a little bit better on the on the punt on the weekend? Or uh, no, in fact, I ran second so many times. I don't think I actually had a single collect on the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. I lost 500 bucks on the weekend. Wow. Really happy with me, uh, me betting. So, hmm. but, but I think I was, again, it wasn't my normal style. I went and load, put everything on in the morning because we had kids basketball and all sorts of things. And it's not the way I like to punt and I regret doing it. 
and I won't be doing that again. I'd prefer not to punt if yeah. I'm going to do it like that anymore. And especially given this weekend's at the main meeting in Melbourne is at Pakenham. <laughs> yeah. I might be a little a little bit less keen to bet, but see what happens. Hmm. Might steer clear of that one. Yeah, I think so. Well, I'm racing up in other places, but. Not well, we'll have to work out uh, where the, the quaddy goes to uh, this week. Uh, but on to our punting segment while we work that out. Um, we've got the multi, which of course is our team event. The three of us and Dolphin and Forty pick a horse each running on a Saturday. Anywhere in the world as long as it runs on uh, Australian Saturday. Whew. It, was, uh, it was an emotional day. I tell you what, we had... Um, Rusty kicked us off at quarter past two in Ellerslie. Uh, I assume that's international because that's where he does his best work. Uh, the mitigator came in for a place and we were off and running, so the place multi was alive. Shortly after that, about an hour, Ashford at the Valley. As we mentioned, deep speed, and my understanding is that uh, you might have loaded up on deep speed. Unfortunately, couldn't get the win. But uh, the, place, the place was in, and uh, again, we were alive. And you always know when you two have done well, because you get really chirpy. And uh, we did, <laughs> we got the... Uh... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The only reason we get chirpy is because if we don't succeed, we hear it from bloody the peanut gallery, something chronic. So, <laughs> yes, we did. We were up and about. So there was a, a message on the WhatsApp that said something like, well, team class has done this, uh, so now it's over to Grinner to stuff it up or something like that. Now, what I love about that... <laughs> is that the Dolphin came into Mooney Valley at uh, 20 to 5 with one more try. And uh, Team Gritter basically did what they're going to do on Sunday and uh, went one better with uh, a nice little victory. Uh, Ten minutes later, as you mentioned, I was on one more jack, one of my favourites, and again, smoked them. So we had a couple of wins. So the gauntlet was thrown down and responded to. And it's happy days. Like... There was no thought of cash out. No, because no, it was just. That's right. No, so it's, in it's safe hands. easy money. Home, easy sweet. money. You're in safe hands. You're with yeah. forty, right? Nothing can go wrong. All we were trying to work out was whether forty's horse was going to win, and it meant the team class had stuffed up the win multi. That's all I was worried about. <laughs> and uh, well, I'm just checking the spreadsheet here. I don't know. If it's right, but um, at twenty to six at Rose Hill, snits. Not even a hashtag. Didn't even didn't even come close. Gave us the no. shit. <laughs> Just snits gave us the shits, and uh, wow, I, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know if forty listens anymore, but uh, it's well, absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't know, like, well, I don't know, like. Be- Two weeks ago, you lot gave it to me for missing the multi. And last week, you ripped me again for the first time that I've stuffed the multi. Mm. You know? Um, and you you left 40 as the last man standing. So we actually mentioned on last week's podcast yeah. that he was the only one who hadn't stuffed the multi. He was obviously jealous. <laughs> Wanted and to be clearly, part of the gang. Clearly. And, uh, didn't want to be left out. He loves to be the life of the party. Went um, to Shitsville for his tips and uh, ordered the best one what. they had. And He got a Shitsville and chips. That's what he got. That's right. A snits and gravy and oh. 40. I mean... I, and, I don't know. I, I got, I'm lost for words because not only was 40 on it, so was half the country. Like, it couldn't not run in the first three. and Or the first four. No. Like, Honestly, I, I'm just going back. I, I think these jockeys need the avalanche. It's not really our tipping that's the problem. No, I'm blaming 40. Uh, jockeys. No. Nah, look, pull your socks did up, you, 40. Hey, did you hey, watch um, it? Sorry, I just I want to bring something up here, Richo, because you mm-hmm. wanted to give us the, 
the, the rounds of the yard for stuffing up the wind multi. But I, I just thought I'd go and have a look back at um, the time we actually got the place multi. Yeah. And Team Grinner. Oh, yeah, we, the we, we fucked that up. Like no <laughs> I never way. realized that. Oh, yeah, no, don't worry about <laughs> oh, that. Oh, right. Oh, okay. So. That was. Oh, oh, that's that's old news. We, we wear that as a badge Sorry, of honor. I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, man, that could have been good. Yeah, that could have been a... Uh, that would have paid at least $3. Um, <laughs> Doesn't matter, as long as it collects. No, it would have been good. But, um, yeah, 40 um, I don't know what you've been doing lately, mate. You're up and down like a yo-yo. I think you've jumped off one too many perfectly good horses and hit your head on a on a piece of cattle. And uh, I think you just need to pull your socks up and sort yourself out because... Um, that shit's like seriously, and right. you know the yeah. worst thing. This is for the first time in a while that it's been that sort of you've stuffed up the multi at the end of the day when everyone else has got it. Mm. Yeah. Most yeah. most of the recent ones have been you stuffed yeah, up in the middle of the day and everyone mm. else got it. But he actually, you know, we're sitting there counting our money at at uh, five o'clock at night. You know, I could have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, God knows what. Last Trent time did. that happened was last time that happened was May sixteen, was it, Richo? Yeah, pretty much. I think I think <laughs> you're right. It was uh, May sixteen. That was that was my one it and happens only. Happens to be in the screen. Yeah, it's right there, isn't it? Um, exactly. Uh, so you know, I I was ordering the good champagne and everything, and then had to. It was a bit embarrassing. Say sorry, waiter. Could you t- take that one back? <laughs> yeah. My mate fucked it. Send the bill to Adrian Ford. Yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, thanks to Forty, uh, we were we were closer than uh, well closer than May sixteenth. That's for sure. <laughs> so yeah, really disappointing. That's um. Don't even know what number we're up to, but we're, we're you know thirty plus attempts. We've had one place multi win, uh, and we've now had. Uh, I think we've had six, uh, six people stuff up the multi because of course Rusty's done it twice. So <laughs> <laughs> then the man with the dubious honour that should actually be in the stat sheet. I don't know if it's there. We'll add that later on. So we missed the multi. Let's talk about the quaddy because last week, well, first week we got none. We were pretty disheartened. Second week we got one. So it stood to reason that this week we were going to get two. We exceeded our own expectations. We opened up with the first two legs, missed the third and got the fourth. So, oh. I still don't know how we didn't get the third leg. Getting close. I thought it was good as in the bank, the quaddy. We were close. Um, it's getting it's getting exciting though. It's not. It's nice having a few things alive on the day like that. From memory, the quaddy didn't actually pay that much, especially if you were going to get twenty seven hundred. Oh, was that it? Sorry, I, I must have read it wrong. I thought it, maybe it was two seventy. Um, so ten percent. Yeah, I would have taken me two seventy for me ten bucks yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, this week's quaddy was good because it was uh, you, you, your money stretched further in the percentage ranks. We, yeah, right. we had quite a few uh, yeah. similar tips. So what are we doing with the quaddy? Are we going to stick in Morfordville and see if we can't uh, go one better or are we going to go somewhere else? I reckon. I reckon we stick to Morfordville. I, I reckon it's the late Morfordville, that's our wheelhouse. Yeah. Well, the problem oh, yeah. is one more jack isn't running this week, so... I don't, I don't know who I'm going to tip, but yeah. But there's always a, there's always a horse that at Warfordville that will pay eight or ten dollars that you can easily tip. Mm. You can easily put in. Um, I got a I got a Morfordville multi for later. Oh, beautiful! Jesus. Love it. All right, well let's let's circle back to Morfordville, keep the quaddy there, and see if we can't go one better. And I, I reckon we might. I think we'll be. On the golf course on Sunday, just yep, and everyone will have new shoes or something because we got the quaddy. Yep, we'll have ten percent of one hundred and fifty. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> no, 
nothing like a good 15 bucks. Yeah. All right, it's now... It's all about the win. It's all about the win. On to the Bragging Rights Cup. Uh, pretty good week in the Bragging Rights as well. We had everybody chalk up something. So uh, that's good when everyone uh, has... A little bit of action. Uh, of course, a bragging rights is not a team event. We get two horses each, assumed a five dollar each way bet, um, and whoever comes out with the most. I came in fifth place, outright fifth by about fifty cents. Uh, just one of my horses came in with a place. Forty didn't do much all weekend really. Uh, Eleven twenty five for his place. He was happy able to get a place for himself in the bragging, but couldn't bring in our multi. That's a shame. In the middle there was Rusty um, with a nice... That was a nice hit, that one. That was a nice, nice place hit. 11-year-old uh, running third in a group one, not bad. Bit of <laughs> rock magic. Um, and I tell you what, I reckon Dolphin was uh, counting <laughs> counting the well, bragging rights. He had his trumpet <laughs> out and was probably playing it for Jess uh, because... <laughs> You know what? I'm just going to leave that alone because I can get going and I'm not going to. Um, with the, at Hasht- Doombin, with Hashtag the, Sharks Hammerhead. With, uh, hammerhead I said trumpet, not hammerhead. Uh, with Beach Break, a lovely little win at $6. So that looked good. And he also got the place uh, with Niwand, Niwand, something. Anyway, that was Doombin. It was Doombin special. Uh, so he was sitting good on $54. As I say, he would have had the trumpet out just thinking he's got victory. I think he'd probably already updated the stat sheet to say uh, how many bragging rights victories. And then... Dolphin individual multi? Suddenly at... Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't have it on. Missed it. Yeah, I had yours, Richo. I had Ashes. I had mine, but I hadn't got down to Dolphins and 40s. <laughs> Dolphins got up. Like... The individual multi. Well done. Would have paid good too. A little shout out for that one. Would have been all right. But uh, at 10 past four, Ashford at Morfittville. This is why he wants to go back to Morfittville. <laughs> Be okay. $10. Thank you for the rabbits. Comes in sixty six fifty, And there is another bragging rights victory for our man Ashford. That takes <clears> you to nine. Nine bragging oh, rights. Don't keep pushing. Don't keep blowing it up. That's, Back uh, at the rightful end of the podium. I tell you what, and uh, and and guess what? What? Bok's in again this week. Ooh, Ooh. Okay. back it up. I'm not sure if it's in the quaddy league. So, no, that was a good uh, good first leg of the quaddy. Ten dollar winner. The first leg of the quaddy. Yeah. It's the way to do it. First leg. So, well done. Um, Beautiful, thank you. So that has you on nine. The next best is Dolphin on six. uh, Rusty, uh, 40 on five, and Rusty and I on four. So you're well ahead there, but uh, the multi eludes us, and 40. Pull your socks up, mate. Pull your socks up. Hitch up your big boy panties and let's get it done. Alrighty, where to next? Should we jump on a little bit of uh, Did You See That? Yeah, we can do that. Enough time to do that. Alright. Anyone got a Did You See That? I think you've got one, Richo, that we want to talk about, don't we? I've got one, but I was just seeing if anyone else did. I haven't seen any updates on uh, Greg Norman's Twitter feed that are worth talking about. But, no. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> The only one I had was bloody Wayne Hawks and his bloody comments about the Jericho. Did you listen to the interview? Or no. did you just did you just read the, the punters.com crap? Yeah, only read the punters.com stuff. Yeah, no, you should go tomorrow go and actually listen to the interview. Why? I can't have taken him out of context that much. He said, in his opinion, his own feeling about the race is that he doesn't like the spectacle. That was just his own personal opinion, and yeah. that, that's and that's fine. He said, um, 
what he went on about was, and, and the same with he was saying about the big races are getting all this money, Melbourne Cup, Caulfield Cup. He said, no, we'll still get the same race racing for $1.5 million and put all that money back into maiden races. So you had to, you got to listen to the whole thing. It was all in context, but all everyone that, wanted to take out was, oh, the Jericho is not a very good spectacle. It's crap. That's not what he said. It's not what he said at all. He just said, personally, I don't like it, but I like the concept. Would it be better if that race was run at thirty six hundred? No. Rather than having horses but see, gutted that's, out. That's it. That's exactly the problem. That's the problem. The concept is the distance of the race. Yep. It, it, if you shorten it, it just becomes another race with a name attached to it. The concept is the distance of the race. Because it yep. mirrors the, the race that was happening. Yep. I understand the... Um, uh, what was his name? Bob the Bastard? Bill the Bastard. Bill the Bastard. Bill the Bastard. Shark the Hammerhead. Um, it was... I, I, I get that. You can't... But you can, but, the point is, you can't say, I like the concept, but let's shorten it. Because the, the, the distance is the concept. I think what he said it would have been a better contested race if there's a... F I think what he's getting at is that you, with the money put up and still run the same course, just shorten it a little bit, still run up through Briley and, and use the steeple course, just that you would get a better race spectacle rather than what you got. But it's not about the race spectacle. Well, partly because you've got people watching it. It's about mirroring. But, but this is the problem. From the backlash that Wayne Hawks has received... It goes to show that people are more vested in the concept than they are, uh, you know, a blanket finish. They'd actually rather be true to the concept and the history of the event than they would a, f a blanket finish where it's a punting. And, and that's going to be where the issue lies is that if people aren't betting on it, RV are going to struggle to put money into it like... Hmm. I can't remember. What's the guy's name that's been putting the money into it? Gibbons? Gibbons? Something like that. Yeah, not sure. Um, he, he set it up and he's, you know, he's funded it, but at some point, RV are going to have to take over putting the money into it because it's... What is it? $300,000 race? Something like that, yeah. Right. And that's where, like, if people aren't betting on it, then that's a problem. I don't know what the turnover figures are for it. Um, that'll be... No. But you can't, you, can't, you can't shorten it, or you may as well call it something completely different and forget about the history, and it'll just be a, a novelty that happened for a few years. Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. I just... I'm not... I'm not sold on it being a $300,000 race. I think that money might be better put in other areas. Just my personal opinion, but... Um, but it's not It's not industry it's, money at this stage. It's individuals' money. No, and that's not going to, you know, that's not going to stack up forever. No, that's right, but it's a bit like... Um, like the Everest being a bloody uh, sorry a better example would be the Golden Eagle hmm. being a seven and a half million dollar race yeah when that was supposed to be funded by the odds and even bet type that no one bets on yeah <laughs> <laughs> how long can that stay a seven and a half million dollar race that is a massive oh, waste it. of money absolutely all-star mile same thing the, and, and this... I'm pretty sure Wayne bought the All-Star Mile up, and I completely yep. agree with that. And this was his point. This was like, and, and too many people just picked that little snippet out and called him for everything. Now, you don't have to agree with Wayne Hawks. He does have strong opinions, but what he actually said in that interview, getting back to the point, is that stop putting all this money up for these pop-up races and, and put that money back into the Maidens and then 
you guys, myself, whoever, we win a maiden, we win good money, we reinvest that into the industry. But these guys that are winning those races are the same people. They're the same trainers. And they're just taking it out of the industry. It's not going back in as if, as in the same way that, you know, Joe down the road won his maiden at Warnerball and he won 40000 and he's invested in his next horse because he's got spare cash now. It's all paid up for. And I, that was the bit that I took out of the interview. That was, let's, let's push the industry from the bottom and the top will still be great. I agree with that. But I don't think lumping the Jericho in with that is the right. Yeah, and I think when you get asked the question to straight up, what did you think of the Jericho? And he just said, well, he asked me a personal question. I said, oh, I don't like it. Yeah? Yeah, but that's that's the problem. I, I, I'm with you. I actually don't have a problem with Wayne Hawks. I, I, like you said, they're his opinions. He he's, yeah. is what he thinks. But... I have a real issue with that, given that, you know, if, if you took all of the history and everything in to mind, rather than if you look at it purely as a horse race, because he's got, he, he's not interested in that. His interest is turning colts into stallions, hmm. and the Jericho doesn't serve that purpose. So, nah. I, I just, I have, a, I, I do have a problem with his, uh, I, and I'll have to listen to the interview um, before I make any more comment, but yeah, I just think you've got to be careful. Yeah, fair call. So we all know I'm a big fan of One More Jack, um, and I was uh, after another win on the weekend. I was just having a look. Um, so in the last twelve months, eleven runs eight wins in one place. But what was interesting to me is I had assumed, because uh, he's only had 13 runs over the career, I'd assumed he was sort of like a three-year-old going into a four-year-old, but he's actually a five-year-old. And so I had a look back and saw that as a three-year-old did a trial and that was pretty shit. And then uh, had at his first race and came 10 of 12, and then at his second race and came 6 of 7, and then was spelled for 223 days, which seemed like a long time. Um, and then came back here, uh, did a trial, came 6 of 7, and then won uh, 6 on the trot. So I was just wondering, what, what is that normal? <laughs> um, it's probably... It's probably not as abnormal as you think. It probably is a little, a little bit to be. But with young horses, sometimes that can happen. It can be a maturity thing or not coping. or And that bit of time off allows them to mature physically and mentally. And you do get horses come back like that. And then they're four, five, especially with geldings, four, five, and six is generally their peak. Oh, okay. And then they sort of they plateau out a bit. They don't, not too many get better at seven, eight, and nine. They're generally on the downward turn, but yeah, it's, um, in Australia, we we're, we want everything running yesterday. I'm not very patient, um, mm. and probably were we a bit more patient, then things that go wrong, injuries and etc., would happen less, but he's either had some sort of little injury to spell that long, or he was, it was just a maturity thing and he just needed time. Um, but while not, you would have thought he'd shown something in those first couple of runs and in a, in a trial. You, would, you, know, you know, on the outside looking in, you could have nearly stacked him on that. But, um, yeah, they found the secret because he's flying. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, just just found it interesting because yeah, just looking at the number of races and stuff like that, I had assumed a young horse, but uh, I guess five and super old. But uh, yeah, so that was my little. Did you see that? Any others before we roll on? No. All right. Um, well, what we're going to do? Let's get into Road to a Racehorse. Talk about Richo's runner. 
Um, yep. Now, we were talking last week about um, potential nomination. What was the race we were talking about? The Wodonga Gold Cup. The Wodonga Gold Cup. Now, uh, I don't know if you guys caught it, but um, I do have a little email through from uh, my trusty team. So I thought I'd just play this one to you and then we'll, uh, we'll have a chat. And that completes the reign of the Wodonga Gold Cup for 2020. Dominant victory by Bungers. Coming around the second, quite lucky third. Great training performance by Brendan Hurts. Bungers has been his tip-top form. We're just going to send down now to the scales room to uh, get some of the views of the beaten jockeys. And uh, I think we might have the rider of Richo's runner. Rider Richo's runner, how, how do you uh, how do you feel about the performance today? Oh, Richo's runner was really good today. It's a bit tardy out of the gate, but uh, I got him out and I, I was pretty wide no cover, but I wasn't worried about that with my abilities. And uh, yeah, he trucked along on, on the bridle beautifully and uh, tracked up into the race, the 600. And we were going along really sweetly on the on the back of the of coming around, and we uh, we hit the gas and all, and thought, oh, away we'll go. And no, oh, he just he really just sort of disappointed me in the last four hundred. And um, I flushed him out six wide around the turn and gave him plenty of air. And uh, yeah, he just disappointed me in the end. He, I thought he would have been a lot stronger than that. And uh, I, I think that uh, you just didn't respond to my hard riding. I, uh, I hit him at least uh, at least a dozen times in the right and, and followed up with another six in the left. And, you know, he just didn't respond as, as well as I would have hoped. But, um, look, the horse has done a great job. He's probably going to the paddock. Um, as we know, uh, the jockeys are the real trainers here. And uh, it's, um, yeah, a good effort by the horse. And uh, I'm sure it'll come back bigger and better. Thanks very much. That's the uh, report on Richo's runner. Um, yeah, it sounds like uh, he's done his job and going to head to the paddock. Um, we'll try and catch up with some more of the uh, beaten brigade here at Wodonga. So there you have it. Clearly, Mrs. Yendall was on the uh, <laughs> on the steer with that one. But uh, <coughs> not exactly clear on where Richo's runner came, but uh, didn't respond. And now off to the paddock. And, I mean, I'm paying this high-priced trainer and the bloody jockeys are making these decisions. I mean, where's my money going? Um, in somebody's pocket. My, my trainer tells jockeys to get stuffed and won't let a jockey tell him how to train his horses. <laughs> that's a real exactly. point. That's I'm pretty sure he even trainer. told Roy Higgins that one day. Might not have told Roy, but might have ignored Roy's advice. <laughs> So that's uh, so we had the injury, we had the the call a couple of weeks ago where we came fourth, not first, and we've had one more race and then straight back out to the paddock. It's not looking great. If we're uh... well, Richard, we just my, we just talked like about your right. exactly, exactly. I mean, he just might need just might need the break he needs. Bit of time, bit of they can't the they can't run forever. Two two hundred and twenty eight days spelled. You reckon? We'll talk about that again next year. <laughs> yeah, well, he'll be back in August. It's going to leave a massive hole in our show. <laughs> I need to find a a new segment. Well, it'll be fine because golf golf's back, so we'll just have the have the slipper every week. Oh, well, yes, we might have to find Richo's other runners. Well, that's it. I mean, I have I to could... talk. Of his real ones. I'm, I might have a few uh, virtual dollars to spare. I might be able to invest in a new one or <laughs> do some breeding, take it to the virtual horsey pimp. How are these jockeys, though? They're confident, aren't they? Oh, tell you they're really happy with themselves, too. Like, just there's no, oh, I could have done better. It's all the horses. No. It didn't Sorry. respond. I don't know. I know we give you shit. Um, Ash about Pikey and whatever, but we need to see we need to see Dean Yandel win more races. 
because that he's guy just good is fun. pure entertainment. He's he just good best. fun. I thought yeah. I was going to get some chips and what was it? Chips and can we actually? Do, I think we should buy that. Like I know it's not really part of this segment, but that I think our well on the back service. on the back of that on the back of that you got to you'll be able to. Did you find it, Richard? I I can find it. Just uh, hang on. I sent it to you guys. Here it is. outside me starting to weaken early Laura's looked like it was going okay so with a head win I thought I might just bite my time and see how we go R- trying to get a bit of a slip, slick stream up the straight and they run up to us so I got that close to it on stage <laughs> I better come off here and I uh, let him find the line he's sort of wanted to wander out and say good day to you at one stage I got that wide I thought I was going to get some chips or something but uh, look Blinker's first time obviously done the trick and it's probably why I got, bit, got the wanders up as well um, Yendall yeah, yeah, just, no, he's he's gone. He just tells it like it is. That's what you want. Yeah, just call it. Has fun doing it. Oh, uh, I think um, I think the media puts too much pressure on um, riders and trainers, and it, when it gets down to its raw emotional state, that's what people want out of racing. They don't want this cookie cutter, clean. Oh yeah, no, he was this, and he was—he's done this, and he's done this, and everyone's the bloody same. No, I want to hear that you know you did something obscure and it jumped out of the ground, or you went and got some chips and it still won. You know, how good was um? That's Luke what Williams. racing needs. I think it was Luke Williams's interview after the his story. No, oh, his story, but he dropping the f bomb and he Great, dropping yeah. all sorts of swear words and oh yeah. Cares? No one cares. Biggest, it's a great story. Biggest win if... Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, and it cool. is a great story, and it, and it more needs to be written about that. Exactly. Really. Um, I mean, we won't go into detail. You can look that up. But uh, Luke Williams has gone through some hard times and gone through some battles with addiction um, and, and all these sort of things. Um, and he's come out on the other side, got himself in a better place, and, and starting to to kick some personal goals and yeah um now big shout out to him it was a, as much as much as the Jericho maybe not for me it was a great racing story and a great achievement so it was um it's what's racing about those stories are the things that get told down the pub and that's what racing is about stories and you've got to create a story or a memory or something, a keepsake to take home. And, and you know, from your 1% owner to your $2 punter, they've got to have a story. And that's, that's absolutely what it's about, or it is for me anyway. Yep, I agree. Here, here. Nice one. All right. Okay, where are we up to? Where are we up to? Well, we do have um, we do have a special guest. He has uh, requested. I had a chat to him today, and I said, "Look, we've got the slipper coming up, and are you able to jump on board?" And he said, "No problem." But he has requested a little bit of uh, intro music. He wants he wants his own uh, his own stinger. He's on the line. Trev, uh, are you there? Hello! Hello, Richo, Rusty, Ashford, how are you? Great. Oh, I'm great, mate. Jeez. Gotta be excited. Yeah, the slipper is back. 
I'm, Do you have a cousin that's a jockey? <laughs> I do have a cousin that's a jockey. I wonder if he's riding at Wodonga the other day. Yeah, Road Richo's runner, that's for sure. <coughs> it's amazing. Now, I tell you what, it, I could not be more excited. You've invited me along. I get to watch you hit it into the trees and the water. It's going to be fantastic. I tell you what, um, I mean... It couldn't have been better timed. We've got masks off. We're going to have tops off. We're going to have pants off. We're all going to be doing a Greg Norman around the course. It's going to be amazing. I just can't. Tripod tee off. Oh, tripod tee offs. I've heard of topped off tee off, but geez, tripod tee off. Just make sure you don't uh, collect it on the way through with the driver. That's all I'd say. Break out Excalibur, Trev. Oh, Excalibur. Now, okay, so, Ashford, I'm a little bit worried about you, your prospects. For the weekend, um, there is such be. a thing as over-practice. I just wonder if you've gone a little bit too hard, a little bit too early, and uh, on the third hole when things aren't going to plan, you might just all go to pot. Possibly. I'm pretty sure I left the good ones out there tonight. Um, I'm going to grab another nine tomorrow night, though, and just see if that continues. Just a cheeky nine. Just be careful, mate, because there is such a thing as over-practice. Have you been practising the uh, the putting or just the long shots? What's yeah. No, no, no. I have been working on the putting, and uh, that's, that's coming along okay. Yeah, so you're down to four per hole, or...? 3.5. Oh, sensational. Unbeatable. And what about you, Rusty? What preparation have you been doing going into this? Uh, I haven't done any yet. I'll get to the range. Fantastic. Tomorrow. I think, look, you've, you can only look at uh, how things have been going. Richo has taken out every slipper so far, and he does zero preparation. I think I'd take a leaf out of his book. I, You know what? Don't even bring your clubs. See if that works. I'd, <laughs> I'd give that a crack. Can't hit it in the water then, can I? <laughs> and so what's your strategy? What's your strategy for Sunday, Rusty? I don't know. Expectations are low, so we'll um, we'll just see what happens. Expect low and shoot for the stars. I love it. So, I believe that uh, Dolphin is probably out at the driving range right now. Somewhere, uh, is there a driving range in Kensington? I'm sure there is somewhere around there. He'd be out there hitting the balls. Um, I am. What I'm really looking forward to is which direction his first tee shot goes in whether the direction of the green for that hole or somewhere else, because I, I tell you what, that first tee shot at uh, slipper number four was something to behold, wasn't it? <laughs> Just... Yeah. Oh, and, and I say, like, the dolphin, he's... Normally, we, we've come to expect good things from him off the tee, and uh, whew, it was... Uh, probably, probably the strongest part of his game is his driving. Um, yeah, look, if, if you were going to give him a list of things to work on, driving would not be anywhere near the top. Um, no. But for some reason, he watched a few videos and thought he'd change it up dramatically, and whew, that pretty much cost him. Cost him the slipper I'm that glad, day. We're glad he did. <laughs> uh, and Richo, look, he can't do it five times, can he? I mean, once, once was taking the piss, two was taking a lot more of a piss, and then... Three was a Greg Norman-sized piss, wasn't it? And then four. <laughs> God knows what's going on, but uh, five times in a row. Look, here's my prediction for the week. I think Dolphin is our per perennial number two, so I, I'm, I'm going to put him in at number two. I think we're going to see Rusty. Rusty is going to take home the chocolates. Don't do that to me. I think, I think we're going to see Richo drop down the ladder into third, and uh, I think, fittingly, Ash, with so much practice, I think fourth, not first, would be the best place for you. Thanks, Trev. That's great. Yep. Nothing. <laughs> and what is your strategy for Sunday, Ash? What, 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 what's your mental approach? My mental approach is to ignore the rest of the players, because they talk far too much shit. And uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be me. I'm just gonna let it happen. Do you think it's worth bringing a, a lucky horse agate with you? Maybe one of the ones you've chopped off recently, <laughs> just to dangle off the side of your bag. See if it gives We're you some luck. Around the neck. <laughs> um, 
don't think horse agates are required. Um, I'm feeling good about golf at the moment. I just, I mean, I'm actually really enjoying it. So, regardless of the outcome, golf is the winner. It's because you haven't played a slipper for a while. Yeah, you say that now. Um, yeah, true. <laughs> and so, what ball are you hitting? I know you were you were doing a little bit of experimentation. <laughs> Have you gone with uh, the uh, pinnacle gold or? No, no, the pinnacle and the hot dot are out. Um, I actually think I will be playing the Bridgestone on the weekend. Fantastic. Any reason? Just um, got some freebies or something? Oh, yeah, I wish. Um, no, no, I actually I did try a few different... As you know, I'm a Titleist fan, and I don't steer far away from Titleist, and... Um, the tailor-made is very, very close to a Titleist, but the feel of the Bridgestone is very good. I've played a couple of rounds with them, and uh, I, I do like them. They're really good. Really good. Sensational. Well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to get there a couple of hours early. I'm going to walk the course for you. And on every tee, I'm going to leave a little note telling you where not to hit it. So if there's trees off to the left, I'll let you know about those. If there's some water, I'll let you know about that. Hopefully that helps you. And uh, look, uh, thanks for inviting me, fellas. I'm really looking forward to be there, and I can't wait to uh, join you on the podcast next week and give the full wrap-up of events. You might need to go for an hour and a half with the way I'm uh, thinking I'm going to unfold play-by-play, shot-by-shot, hole-by-hole. Oh, we can do that. I'm only going to comment on the bad shots, so but, uh, yeah, that's probably an hour and a half I'll need. So we'll... Uh, <laughs> We'll sign off here, but best of luck. Make sure, the number one thing, make sure that Team CLRs just take it away from Grinner. Those two little chirpy boys, we don't want them just being able to jump on that banter because we know how much it, uh, it, it really tears away at the soul. Let's put them in their place, show them what real goal's all about, hey? Exactly. Couldn't all agree right. more, Trev. Good luck, fellas. Thanks, Thank mate. Champion. Alrighty, there's Trev's preview, but uh, I tell you what, tune in next week because he will have something to say. No matter what the result, he will let us know how uh, how things have gone. So, so I set it up as no expectation, and then Trev comes on and says, "I reckon you'll win." <laughs> what? He's not helping, I'm is not he? Sure, I'm not sure that's fair. <laughs> I just don't know. Mentally, whose side Trev is on? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think Trev's, I Trev's on Trev's side. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, and his cousin, the not, jockey. Not <laughs> Riding your horse, Richo. Yeah, well, keep it in the family, that's what I say. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, so obviously the other thing happening this weekend, there's a, a barrel load of racing. We've spoken about uh, the, the delights at Pakenham. Uh, what are we looking forward to this week? Can we give any fill-ups for the listeners? I think, uh, Rusty, you said you yep. might have had a Morfittville multi, and uh, I've got my betting account out right now. I'm going to put it on. What is it? I do. Just let me... Because I restarted my computer, now I don't have the document open. Um, Morfittville multi is race five, Harpooner, $2.45. In a race eight, Lil Contra, at two dollars eighty, in a race nine Zula at five dollars, and that'll get your odds of thirty-four thirty. Whew. I'm pretty comfortable for... with that. I like that. <clears throat> I like it. I'm uh, I'm going to chuck that on as we speak. And so obviously, um, Lil Contra and Zula will be going into the quaddy. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you've done you've done our quaddy for us too. Got <laughs> half me work. <laughs> so, also oh, Zula Zula's a five dollar. Yeah, all right, okay, I like it. What about yourself, Ash? Well, there's only one horse I want to watch on Saturday because I have a vested interest. But uh, in the Roku Jin winning Rupert Plate at Doombin. Mm-hmm. Rogue Rocker. Rogue is in Rocker. There. Now, not going to be easy. He's drawn the second from the outside gate. Which I think is good for him. 
Yeah, big horse, bit of room. Um, only twelve hundred round Doombin. He just probably only had one race start. He can't get himself into too much trouble, locked away or anything. I, I think that's um, a good thing. He's also nommed at Gold Coast, so yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens could, there. But could the barrier might? I don't know whether they. I've got a feeling they don't want to send him out and get you know carved up. Um, but we'll see. Um, horse you've mentioned, but well, that's shooting for gold. Rusty's in that race, yeah. um, which goes the right too. So yeah. it's a good little race. Uh, but I'd love to see him, obviously, blitz him in that. That'd be um, be great for great for me anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, looking forward to watching him on Saturday wherever he does go. Um, but you run somewhere, no doubt. Uh, I also like got a kiss in the ninth at um, Doombin. Uh, I'm not sure like why draw might hurt her, but at the nine dollars, I like I like that. I like that figure. I've got a bunch actually around Australia. Rose Hill Race Eight, Savinge. Well bred, seven dollars fifty, right up to that race. That it? We're waiting for a few more. You got your um, thing open? Ladbrokes? Oh, your betting account open? Yeah. Race one at Ascot. Pronounce the one that starts with A-S-T. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say that. Uh, I, I think we'll get we'll get kicked off. But Pikey's riding it, so uh, the R-Strape should. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's I, I actually like it. it. It was a good run last time. Pikey's going to help. I don't know what price it is. Have you got a price there? Because I no, can't get it. still waiting for no. the tote there. Yeah, uh, Long Beach with Pikey again in race three, and in at Kingston Town, ten dollars on Watch Me Dance. I'm pretty keen on it as well. Best three-year-old in WA apparently. <laughs> Um, yeah, we already had that conversation last week. It's um, going to be a tall order, I would say. We're watching me dance in that race. Some good old season horses going around. Yeah, good old bloody out of form horses. Yeah, truly great. One 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 seven. Inspirational girl. One 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 three one one one. Going drawn out. out. And Pikey on the back. Pikey. No, happy to take that one on. Drawn wide. Too close to the sun, 212. Yeah, too slow. Um, <laughs> hmm. you're, you're on this one. I am. All right. Not even um, snickerdoodly land dandy. <laughs> could, uh, <laughs> nope. Could sway you. Um, yeah. yeah, this weekend I'm looking forward to, I'm hoping I can get my money back from last weekend. I just put it's it all on Watch Me Dance, $10, sweet. Well, that's what I did. Uh, I think that's how I made the 500 bucks a week before, was <laughs> Watch Me Dance. Yeah, nice. Beautiful. No, it's going to be... Pakenham's going to be an interesting meeting, but um, oh, there'll still be some good horses going around, but it'll be an interesting place to bet Pakenham, I find. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's not... Uh, maybe because it's still young, it just it's a bit a little bit hard to read sometimes, but... Um, Morfordville, Quaddy. I feel... I feel that's uh, that's our, definitely our week. It's gettable. Yeah, I'm excited. I actually did. I was just flicking through Packenham and noticed uh, the uh, old old mate shot of Irish is thinking about maybe turning up. We'll is he going to run uh, this week? We'll see when the scratch happens. Whether it's uh, yeah. before the race, during the race, at the uh, at the starting gate. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. What, what race is he in? 
in the Schweppes David Burke Memorial Handicap, race five, 1600. I don't think it's going to be wet enough. It's a good, that's a good race. There's actually some really good races on. It is supposed to rain Saturday, though. That much, though? Uh, not enough for him, probably. Hmm. So, like, that's the thing. Like, I actually don't mind Tabby Sand in the sixth. But William Thomas, High Stranger, Enigman. I'm telling you, down the bottom... I'm telling you, with uh, Yendel would have been a bit more of a threat than David. Yeah, I don't know. There's some good races, but nah, nah. I think I might avoid it completely. Iconoclasm's in Ash. Nah, uh, not a second time. You only, you only jet on him once a go, once a prep. <clears throat> I wonder if I can go back to the well with Kurame. Well, you can. Yendel, Williams, first up. Likes the distance. Oh, just convinced yourself. Uh, it's going to be a case of if I've got any money left at the end of the day, I might put some on. But um, we'll see. Mm. We'll see. Yeah, Definitely. I, I think um, I think Morfordville and Ascot's where. Uh, the money's to be made this week. Well, let's hope we're just cheering home that last leg of the quaddy. Mm. And, that, and uh, if it doesn't work, we've got enough time to get on the quaddy at Ascot. There we go. <laughs> just to double down. The get-out stakes at Ascot <laughs> with the quaddy. <laughs> get and on Big Dazz's big quaddy tips. You only need to pick one horse per race. Just pick pikeys. If you swear. Yeah. There you go. One out, one out, one out. Boom, boom, boom. Alrighty. Does that wrap us up? Oh, I don't think there's any more to say this week. Just sit back and wait for the glory. There Just... will be plenty said next week. Oh, sure. next week. I tell you what, you would not want to stuff the multi into coming fourth in the slipper oh, this week. Imagine that yeah. double down, the avalanche that would rain upon you if you were the multi-stuffer and couldn't get anywhere in the slipper. Oh, 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 jeez. That would not be fun. No. All right, I better start doing my multi-homework now then. <laughs> well, Dolphin is, he's at the range, so. Yeah. All right, well... Follow us along on Twitter at Fourth Not First. We will put up our multi. We'll put up the bragging rights. We'll put up our. Will we, are we going to share the quaddy now? We've hit a few. Do we think we should? Yeah, I think. I think now we're we're at a point where yeah. it's um. It's worth it's sharing. Worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go for the hundred percent on it though. Maybe just maybe just a cheeky eight percent. Just uh, bet bet what you're prepared to um, gamble with. Kiss goodbye to. <laughs> and gamble responsibly. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, it's always a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun tonight and really looking forward to seeing you on Sunday to have a good stroll around Ainsbury with Trevor Fairway Lover. I can't wait to hear his, um, his little interlude. Oh, it's going to be spot on. Well, I mean, anyone who's listening to this, they've already heard it, so they go, what are you talking about? It was just before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, boys. Have a good evening. Honey, boys. Will do. Let's get them. <laughs>